Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, subscribe, drop a comment, maybe even a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I am Anthony Totri. Joined, you know what? Typically, I say an adjective in the day. Yeah. Today's a shitty day. Today is just a. It's a shitty Thursday. Not a, well. I spent some time with David Buster today, so that was fun because I was able to escape from reality. Um, and then I stepped outside and realized I was in, of all places, Tempe, Arizona. Um, and Not a great place the world to be, came flooding back in, and I was, yeah, it became a shitty day once more. Yeah, tough day for Sun Devil fans, ASU alum, just ASU football in general. Um, two guys transferring out of the program today, wide receiver Ricky Purcell and linebacker Eric Gentry, who joined the show just a couple weeks ago. Not just a linebacker, consensus freshman All-American linebacker Eric Gentry. Oof. It's it's been a tough day, man. Oh man, yeah, it's not been uh, not been great. Been uh, woke up to that news, and I was not a happy camper. Every day that Shane is not on the show, bro, some for shit real, happens. some shit happens, man. And it's never positive shit. It's never. It's never. Oh, because now it's, a transfer. now it's this is what four major transfers we we have. This is now these two guys, Jalen Graham and Jalen Graham. All well, transfer- was, was Jaden or Jaden happened. And we did an emergency pod. Oh, yeah, but no, we found out he was going to LSU, I think. Yes. Uh, audio yeah. about him, I think. I don't know. Shane, you just need to work every single fucking day. Yeah, maybe just work harder. I don't know. No. <laughs> Shane's a very hard worker, but I just, yeah, he just dodges these Breaking big days, what I he guess, does. somehow. I don't know. Look, I talked to I talked to Gentry a little bit today, just wishing him the best into, you know, entering the transfer portal. Obviously, he's going to make a bag. Wherever he goes, as you mentioned, consensus All-American. I asked him about why he's transferring because a lot of the speculation um, or just a lot of the news on social media today was revolving around the the whole NIL process, name, image, and likeness, um, how ASU kind of doesn't really focus on that too much for their athletes, um, but there are a lot of other schools that are making that their pride and joy, using that as a a way to lure guys um, to the program. So asked Gentry about that. He said he's just exploring his options, which at the end of the day, man, you can't blame him. Like, yeah, this but... morning I saw the news, right? Ricky, gone, I get it. Gentry, gone, I get it. I don't fault them at all. For deciding to pick up and leave. No. Right? This is a bad football team. Yeah. It's it's worse than a 
That football program. It is a horrendous like, football program. And that's not on them. No, it's not. It's not. It's in spite of them because the, the, especially Gentry, it's a guy who was one of the best linebackers in the country full stop last year. And this program is still in an embarrassing sp- It's embarrassing. Yes, it is 100% embarrassing that is the perfect way to put it and that is on three people in my in my personal opinion i think it's on one but go off we've got herm who i will say is the the lower tier on this issue of a shit football program yes right herm is cheating whatever breaking rules whatever my issue isn't that herm is cheating and there's an ncaa investigation because go off there are a lot of people Around college football, everyone's who break cheating. the rules. Everyone's fucking but cheating. Yeah, just don't get fucking caught. If you're gonna get caught, not only that, if you are going to cheat and get caught, you should fucking not good. be <laughs> shit. Yeah, you should not no. be struggling to be bowl eligible when you are breaking the fucking rules. And yeah. if you are cheating in terms of recruiting, you better be getting five star fucking recruits at the wazoo. You ain't getting nobody. No. They fucking, it's like, and it's not that they weren't even just like cheating, really. They were like, they were hosting recruits during COVID and like, it's like. Irresponsible. Uh, it's, it was, yeah, irresponsible. And it's just like, what do you have the fucking show for it? And what are you out here being like, they caught him on camera and shit doing, I don't know. A lot <laughs> yeah, like of, posing in photos, bro. For why? What are you doing? But I agree. Out of the lower well, tier, I don't know who your third person. Well, I might have. I think I might have an idea who the third person is. But um, like I said, yeah, he's definitely not the the biggest issue in this situation. No, but, but, but go he should your, not have a job. No, yeah. I number agree. two, Michael fucking Crow. Yes. Okay, that was the third. Yeah. Yup, <laughs> bro. Yup. You cannot sit here and tell me that you are preaching. A number one in innovation yeah, university dude, that shit is. when your football program looks like it's in the 19 fucking 30s. Like, you guys are horrible. You want to innovate. You're innovating the wrong way. Yeah. Like, it's it's bad. It's a bad look. And it's even worse when you sit there and you go on 98.7 and you just you just lie out you your just, fucking teeth you, and then get caught. They're literally just saying shit, yeah. Like, come on, man. But we all know. Who this is? I'll really. let you. You you can introduce the cake here. Listen, I'm talking straight to you. I'm talking. I'm looking you in the eyes in an imaginary sense right now. Ray Anderson, athletic director for the Arizona State University Sun Devils. You're not fucking good at this. <laughs> like in terms of building a football program, you are not good at this. Herm has been a mistake. Herm should not have a job. And, like, okay, yes, Crow is ultimately responsible for enabling all of this. Like, he could get Ray out. Um, but at the end of the day, Ray is responsible for making these decisions involved with the athletic program. And he has done a terrible fucking job. I, I was watching Moneyball last night, and there was a scene where um, Billy Bean was arguing with one of his, his scouts, and he was like, adapt or die, basically. That was his message. And Ray has decided to look the world in the face. NIL deals, NIL has become a big thing, and everyone's like, adapt or die. And Ray Anderson has looked the world in the, your, the face and said, go fuck yourself. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And that's what's happening. That's what's fucking happening. How are you going to sit here and tell me, hey, uh, you know what? We're not going to really compete with the NIL shit. We're going to get guys to the NFL. First off, no, you're fucking not. No, you're not getting guys to the NFL at a higher clip than all of these other programs that are also getting guys NIL <laughs> deals. What the fuck are we talking about? 
It's 2020 fucking two. I don't understand, dude. I don't understand. And you're, you're, and you're gonna sit here and you're gonna, you're gonna defend Herm and defend this program while they're cheating, but you, you have a way to legally give yourself an advantage, and you're like, nah, nah, nah. We're gonna play the old-fashioned way. Her, like, yeah, what is Ray, that, What dude? are we fucking doing? You, the, 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 the guys that are on this program deserve better. Fucking your, your quote unquote, your friend Herm deserves better. He deserves a better opportunity to try and make a winning program. And the students and the fans of Arizona, at Arizona State deserve fucking better. They deserve better. There's no reason that this shit should be going. And it's it's no one's fault other than Ray Anderson's. It's no one's fault. You have to adapt, especially when you look at fucking everyone else in the country and your biggest fucking rival. They went fucking, they won what, one game in the last three fucking years? And they have one of the best, they're blowing you out in recruiting class the school down south oh it's not even close it's not even fucking close and you're gonna sit here and be like no no we're gonna we're gonna focus on on growing guys and getting them to the nfl as if that's not every program's fucking goal and they're also the guys you're growing right ricky eric gentry after one year the guys you're growing Jaden daniels see ya they don't want to be here why because let's say let's say in a perfect world that ASU is developing their players, that they are transforming them into NFL prospects. You think NFL scouts are coming to fucking Arizona State to look at their well, fucking guys? Like, no, LSU, anyone in the SEC, Notre Dame, Big Ten schools, Big 12 schools, the Pac-12, specifically Arizona State right now, is a laughingstock. They yes. are an embarrassment to Power 5 college football yeah. right now. And how are you going to sit here and be like, and look at your your quarterback and now the single best player on your defense and be like and you see them leaving and be like nah we don't need to change anything like it's clear like your your Ray's model is clearly not working neither is crows though no they, but he is not yeah, a- that shit is incredible the the number one in innovation unless we're talking about football then we're going to stick with the old stuff now i wrote an article about this a couple weeks ago because Ray has been just interesting, right? His time at Arizona State has been very interesting. And I wrote a, an article on gophnx.com a couple weeks ago um, in regards to the heat that Ray has taken, which is very valid, right? So I looked at five hires that he has made, four of which phenomenal hires in my opinion, right? Zeke Jones yes. transformed the wrestling program. Great. Trisha Ford transformed the softball program. Yes. Bobby Hurley taking the team to to heights that it hasn't seen in a very long time. And then Bob Bowman obviously just absolutely changing everything in regards to the swim program. And then the one fault, Herm Edwards. Yes. Now, I sit here and I look at it, and and this is obviously before the gentry and Ricky decided to leave. Yes. But at what point do we sit here and we're like, you know what? Ray has done a phenomenal job in terms of non-revenue sports, yes. getting those to new heights. Even basketball, you could argue, he's taken a, a step up from where it was. But we have to sit here and we have to be realistic about this football program. This football program under Herm Edwards is worse than it was under Todd Graham. Yeah. And it's not close. Yeah. Todd Graham had two 10-win seasons in Tempe. Right now, I can't even imagine or picture what a 10-win season under Herm Edwards would look like. Herm has, I believe, let's see, three bowl games. He's won one, right? He's never had a team 
finished the season in the AP Top 25. Todd had two teams. Yep. This program is significantly worse. And at some point, Ray and Crow need to come together. They need to own up to, look, it was a miss. It, it was a bad decision. It didn't work out. We thought the ceiling was higher than the floor. And you know what? We fucked up. Yep. But when is that going to happen? Because I, right now it, it gets worse every yeah. single day, right, with, with guys leaving the program. And Gentry and Ricky aren't going to be the only ones to leave in the summer. No, yeah, Like, that's just how it's going to go. There's, what, May 1st is the deadline, I believe, where if, like, if a guy enters the transfer portal before May 1st, they will be immediately eligible wherever they go. It could be a busy so fucking week. The next week, or, next week or so, next two weeks is week and a half. Is and gonna... now spring's over. Yeah. Right. That was that was in when I first looked at the Gentry and, and Prasal leaving. Right. Two quality players for ASU. We get it. The biggest part of those guys leaving is the fact that they took so many reps. Yes. With the first team, that guys that are now going to be pushed into that in the fall, Camp T, aren't going to have that. And what I'm sitting here is like, because I saw someone on Twitter make the point. It's like, like you don't. There's no reason that you go through spring football with a team that you don't want to be on, right? So Yeah, they didn't do this like as like a getting back at ASU thing. No, yeah. So like what I'm saying, what I'm like this doesn't fucking look good. Like if you they went through all the spring camp and they looked around and they're like, fuck. Especially cuz like like something you mentioned is like we like the it, it seems as though at least what people are saying is that Gentry is more of an NIL thing, Ricky is more of a football th- move. If you if Ricky, he's in a situation where, like, what kind of confidence does this give you in the quarterback situation? Where he's looking at the quarterbacks and be like, I don't know if these guys can get me the ball. Exactly. And he's looking at the rest of the rest of the receiving core and they're like, who else are they going to throw to other than me? Like, he he clearly has no confidence in this team, which I can't say I fucking blame him, but he clearly has no confidence in this team to put out, to put a winning product on the field. Yeah, and that is alarming. Because if those guys, the guys that have the biggest ability to affect whether or not the team is going to do well, don't look at the thing and it's like, wait, I don't have an opportunity to succeed here. Yeah. What like? It 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 doesn't give you any sort of confidence, and it makes sense, right? Gentry's got a few more years before he can go to the league, and he damn sure will go to the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Ricky, I feel like, is more of a guy that you know it's his last year. He wants to go make a name for himself yeah. on a national stage. He is well aware that once Arizona State gets their ass clapped by Oklahoma State, nobody on a national stage will be turning on Arizona State football games. Yeah. So he is going to be going to a school, So I guarantee you somewhere else in the Power Five, yeah. that will utilize him the way they should. And I, I put this in the group chat Um and there are, you know, so, some Notre Dame reporters that I do still follow out there that have already yeah. said that watch out, Ricky yeah, Prasal yeah. could could be there because they're in need of a wide receiver. Yeah, they are. Everyone's looking at Notre Dame on a national stage, week in and week out. Like that would be a perfect place for him. Now, in terms of Gentry NIL, he's got a little bit more leeway as to what he does. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be shocked if he followed Jaden. I mean, the SEC is a fucking cash cow for NIL, especially because, like, Jaden is one is a guy that we talked about where, like, we don't know if he's going to start. We don't know how effective he will be able to be in the SEC. Gentry can play anywhere. 
Yeah. I, I have full confidence. Outside that Gentry, of Alabama and Georgia, I think Gentry could play anywhere. Just about anywhere. And I think he could even contribute on those teams. He was a, a consensus freshman All-American. Like, you don't there's, you don't find all those all that often. Yeah. Um, so... I think he could. I think he could c- contribute on literally any program in the country. Um, I don't know. I know that's necessarily the same for Ricky, but um, he still is capable of contributing. It's just when you look at this team last year, and I've like I've literally something I just thought of. I don't have a written down list, but look at like the top 10, 15 players that were on this team last Gone. year. Who was here? Who well, was I here? T- I tweeted that if you look at if you look at the stat leaders mm. from last year, right. The only one that is returning is Kyle Soley. Yeah. And he led the team in tackles. The team's interception leader, Jack Jones, gone. The yep. team's passing leader in terms of passing yards and touchdowns, Jane Daniels, gone. is now at LSU. Rashad White, rushing Receiving touchdowns. Rushing, yep. Gone. Ricky Purcell, gone. Like, it is bare bones in fucking 10 And the right fucking now. Kellen Deesh, probably the best prospect that they have going to the NFL, gone. Three of their offensive linemen are gone. Um, now their best linebacker is gone. In addition to a secondary that is you could completely argue that, replaced, like, outside of when Jane Daniels left, before we'll back up a little bit. Before he left, Rashad White was the face of the program. Yes, he leaves. Jane Daniels is now the face of the program. He leaves. Jane Daniels leaves. Eric Gentry is probably the face of the program because he's the best player on the yeah. team. Gone. Who's the face of this fucking program right now? Herm. That's a horrible no, fucking face. Yeah, that I no, I but I agree. I think if you think ASU football right now, you think Herm Edwards, and that's not a good thing. No, you want to think a fucking player. Yeah, 100%. like I want to be like I want to. That's that's what is so fucking shitty for ASU fans, right? Is on Saturdays they are gonna have to sit there and watch this fucking team, which at this point is horrendous. Yeah, I'm. I want like, basketball back. Xavier Valade, in my personal opinion, Daniel Ngata. Those are the two best players on this team right now. Yeah. Elijah Badger. I think he's going to have a phenomenal season, but the horrible, horrible thing, man, is like they're going to have breakout years, right? I am very confident that Elijah Badger is going to look like a number one wide receiver. I am very confident that Daniel Ngata and Xavier Valade are going to have phenomenal seasons for this team. Mm-hmm. Valade's done that. after this. Yeah. Daniel Ngata and Elijah Badger, when Herm gets fired or resigns at the end of the season, which in my personal opinion is just we're, we're waiting for it to happen. Yeah. Because it's going to happen. There's no way he's going to play another year or coach yeah, another year after this. I agree. They're going to leave. Yeah. Right? I don't – I mean, I think this has become a situation where the guys that can get out are getting out, and now guys are going to – like. I feel like there's going to be guys this season who are – they're going to play. They're going to prove themselves. They're treating they're it like, like a JUCO opportunity. Yeah, yeah precisely. Um, which, which is, is so embarrassing. Bad, yeah, man. no, it's 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 sad. And like you said, there are three people to blame for it. Um, and like Crow, Crow obviously, like is it very different than Herm and Ray because Crow is the president of the school. Like he has a lot more than just athletics that he has to deal with. This is a, but a a small portion of what he does. Um, and so him like. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, Michael Crow needs to go because our football team's not good. Like, no. ASU is a good, academically, it's a good school. Ray and Herm, they shouldn't have jobs. They should not be, like, and even, but even like, like, Herm definitely should not have a job. Ray, you can look at all the other things that he's done, but like. He doesn't deserve what he's being paid. No, that is. He's one of the highest paid athletic directors in the Power Five. Yes. Yeah. And that's for sure. And I think you look at. Like you look at the the sports at ASU that are good, 
And like those are things where like the coach is kind of just like it's the the program. Football, there's so it's so it's bigger than the team. Like there's so much to it that an athletic director has a big influence on and he is not doing well with. Um it's 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 just I woke up this morning and I saw the news and I'm just like so the fuck like last year Ray Anderson was the second highest paid athletic director in the Power 5. That is not it's unacceptable. Like like football is not the end all be all, but if you're going to be that highly paid, your football team needs to be pretty damn good. From July 1st, 2020 to June 30th, 2021, according to a report by athletic director U, Ray Anderson made just over $2 million last year or in that time period. Do you have who the highest one? Um, the Texas athletic director. Oh, okay. Well, fuck the me. other the other 80s on this list. Texas, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, and Ohio State. Okay, so Ohio State one of the most considered one of the best football programs if not Texas Tech has had phenomenal basketball teams yeah. over the course of the last couple of years. Texas is not great. Their football team has been underachieving, but from a recruiting also, perspective it's on the way up. And it's also Texas. Like there's they're probably so much the more most, athletic history there. Texas Texas football is probably the single most like that's a football school program in the country. Yeah. Um and then Oklahoma obviously has had, I mean, aside from this past, yeah. even this past season, they were a good team. Yeah, no, they've had, I mean, if you, I feel like if you can beat Texas in the Red River robbery the way they did last year, that athletic director is going to get paid no matter and what. And that goes without saying Oklahoma softball is incredible. Yeah, they all have something that's like, they're quite literally the best in the country at. Um, I just don't know. And like you, you, you mentioned Bobby, and I'm a fan of Bobby, but like what he has done is not enough to warrant that for for Ray. Yeah. Um, and now we have to see who Natasha Dare is as a coach. I like, like I've mentioned multiple times, I like the the hire, but it concerns me. I like the hire on paper, but it concerns me that it's a hire that Ray made. Um, I just, it's sad. It's been it a bad sad. day. It's cursed. been it's been a bad day for ASU football fans, but it doesn't have to finish a, little better. a bad day. Yeah. We could make it a lot better by betting on the NBA playoffs, right? DraftKings Sportsbook app. Get on it. Download it. Bet on it. It's an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and this week new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what, which is big if you're an ASU fan because you haven't been winning a lot off the field uh, lately. Softball? Softball, yes, but you can't bet on softball games. You can bet on futures. You can't yeah, bet true. on Good point. games. Baseball Plus, has been winning. Baseball, too. Baseball, baseball, too. Plus, each day of the first round of the NBA playoffs, you can get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. And don't forget to bet the Suns. They're not on the court tonight, but they're back on the hardwood in New Orleans to take on the Pelicans on Friday, I know it's them against the world right now. I think last time I checked, the spread on that game is just one point because Book is not playing. Yeah. The Pelicans are at home. They've got some momentum. But guess what? We got the point god on our squad. So go bet on the fucking 
Suns and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet five dollars on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Twenty one plus Arizona on the game. They problem call one eight hundred next step. New customers only. A minimum of a five dollar deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. You read that disclaimer like it was a prescription. You got I understood what you were saying. Like it was very it was a flawless read, but it was just <laughs> I was I was blown away by the speed. Oh man, I'm getting better, getting better. Yeah, I remember when I first started, and it, Shane still had to do the ad reads because <laughs> I just couldn't get it down. Um, but we've we've talked a lot about the negatives with ASU football, and my God, there are a lot of them. Mm. But it may not be all bad. Oh, former Florida quarterback Emory Jones is visiting Arizona State, according to a Sun Devil source, um, either today or tomorrow, I believe. Now, after today, if I'm Emory Jones, I'm not committing to Arizona State. Valid. Um, But what do you think in in terms of that? What do you think that does for the current quarterback room with Trenton Bourget? Um, I know know you you love your guy, Macklemore, and then we've also got Paul Tyson, the former Alabama quarterback. What does that do for the locker room and just that quarterback room in general when, you know what, like you're done with spring – but your team is still, still like looking around for quarterbacks. Um, I don't know. It's definitely not a great feeling. But I feel like in this situation, they already knew like they had to, like each quarterback kind of had a target on the back. Like it was a quarterback competition, so they knew they were competing no matter what. It's not not like a Baker Mayfield situation where they all of a sudden you're the starter, and then all of a sudden they bring someone in, and they're like, oh shit, like do I not have a job anymore? Like. So uh, they all, I think, kind of knew that there was a possibility that they weren't going to be the starter. Um, I agree. Today, if I'm him, probably not. Also, it would um, maybe be real good for my Dan Mullen replacing replacing um, Branches, make this Florida of the West, um, replacing her. But, um, yeah, for the quarterback room, I think he gives his answers. Like, I think he's a clear starter. Yeah, he's a clear starter. Um, So... That's comforting. Um, and for the record, like, I don't predict this, but, like, Rick, like Pearsall and Gentry haven't transferred yet. Like, They've they just entered, entered the, the portal. portal. And, again, according to the conversation that I had with Gentry yep. today, asked him straight up, why are you leaving? said, just wanting to see his options. Yeah. Now, I am sure that he will have options. Oh, yeah. I, the the in my personal opinion, I do not expect him to stay. Yeah. Once you either. put your name in the portal, it's pretty much. And when you put your name in the portal and then you back out, that's not a good look in the locker room. Yeah. Right. So I I, I get it. I think they're gonna be gone. Uh, but yes, to your point, who knows? So, but specifically back. for Pearsall, like if if it's a situation where he was just like, I'm not confident in this offense. I'm not confident in the quarterbacks. And then they get a quarterback. It's like, well. Maybe I maybe I run it back and see how this goes. Um, again, not predicting that at all, um, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it is just nice to that there is maybe a little tidbit of little hope, hope. little hope, good news. Maybe uh, you kind of gotta get it where you can nowadays. Oh yeah, hundred percent. For the people, end times. for people who aren't really familiar with Emory Jones, he played quarterback at Florida. Um, and in 2021, completed about 64.7% of his passes for a little over 2,700 yards, 19 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, and he still does have two years of eligibility 
um, wherever he ends up going. Now, that whole situation, he's leaving. Billy Napier is taking over as the head coach of Florida. Um, ironically enough, Billy Napier was the offensive coordinator here um, while Todd Graham was here. And when Todd left, it was just a weird situation. Yeah. Billy left. He took the offensive line coach, Rob Sale, with him um, to go coach the Raging Cajuns. Um, and he turned that football program around. Yeah. They were in the AP Top 25 several yeah. times this season. Um, and so I'm really excited to see what he does over at Florida. Again, Emory Jones, I'm not too sure what is going to transpire there. Um, but I do, I do want to say something to ASU football fans real quick. And this is... I'll, I'll leave you with this, but, like, it's not the end of the world, right? Gentry, Prasal leaving, not the end of the world. They weren't – yes, they were great players, but them by themselves were not going to, like, turn this football program around this season. Yeah, very fair. Right? It is a waiting game at this point to see when Herm leaves. Yep. Right? Just stick it out. Right, because yeah. there are a lot of guys on this roster: Jordan Clark, Elijah Badger, Javen Jacobs, even Trenton Borgay, Paul Tyson. You look at the defense: Merlin Robertson, Kyle Soley, Connor Soley. There are a lot of guys that have committed themselves to wearing that maroon and gold till they fucking graduate. Yeah. Now. Arizona State football fans have never been known to be the most diehard and bleed maroon and gold, right? Yep. But if that becomes the case in Arizona State football fans and Arizona State just sports fans in general can band together, can survive this season and show up and show out the way all of these other fan bases do— Right, that have dominant programs, maybe that'll be enough. Yeah. Right? Maybe there aren't enough people telling Michael Crow, hey, Ray's fucking up. Hey, it's time for Ray to go. Or hey, you know, this football team's not looking too good. It's one thing to have donors, it's one thing to have former players do it. But when you have an entire fan base, which for a long time has been called out by other teams in the Pac-12 as being non-existent, even the team down south, right? Yep. Been non-existent. You have to show up and you have to show out. Just because this football team isn't going to be phenomenal, just because it's not going to be an AP Top 25 National Championship winning team, doesn't mean you don't show up to the season opener. Doesn't mean that you're not packing the bars in Tempe when they play Oklahoma State because it's going to be a big game, right? You have to survive the shitty seasons... So that when greatness fucking comes, feels that much better. It feels that much better because you survived it. Yeah. You went through all that bullshit. Five years from now, everyone's gonna be like, oh my God, you remember when Herm Edwards was the fucking coach and Ray Anderson was the AD? Yeah. And we lost all these guys. Yep. And now we're an AP top 25 team. Yeah. Year in, year out. People are packing Sun Devil Stadium. Ain't nobody wanna play under the lights in fucking 100 degree weather. You got to show up when it's bad. So that you can fucking celebrate when it's fucking good. Yeah, I, I mean, I just I know I bring it up a lot. Just look at look at the University of Arizona, and like, I know it hurts to say that. Yeah, but it's uh, the re- but I mean, one win last year, no wins the win before, right? But there's hope. But now, and now 
they there's reason to believe that this program is turning around. They have a coach that the entire fan base is excited about. They have one of the best recruiting classes in the country. And there's reason to believe that in the not-too-distant future, they are going to be one of the best programs in the conference. And there's going to be a point, because it's just the reality of how sports work. Like, it's all cyclical. There will be a point where they start beating everybody, us included, and they'll be like, remember when we fucking went oh and so-and-so and we 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 barely won that one game last, that one year? And now we're, and they'll just be laughing about it. And that time will come for Arizona State too. It's not going to be this year. Um, it might in be reality, a few years. it will be for a couple years. Yeah, it it'll, it'll, it takes a little bit for this kind of culture change, um, but it will happen eventually. There's reasons to like the, the Tempe as a city is only growing. It is only going to become more attractive. Uh, fucking, uh, I I just have to believe that eventually. Ray or his if not Ray then his replacement will be on board for like yeah. will get on board with the whole NIL shit yeah. and players will want to come here like it it'll, it'll it'll happen not to mention once we get a if we get a coach that knows how to recruit Arizona has some of the best football players in the country yeah. if Arizona State can start cornering that market and getting the best players in you Arizona it, to stay dude. home they they do they really do have some of the best high school football players yeah. in the fucking country. One hundred percent. And if we can, if this program, which I firmly believe it will eventually get to a point where they where they're getting those players, and Arizona's not, and USC's not, and all these other Pac twelve schools aren't getting the players that that are growing up right here in Phoenix, they're growing up right here in the Valley. The the, the Arizona will be Arizona State will be. A program that the country is talking about eventually you just got to give it time um but you can't be a sun devil fan when it's fucking convenient yeah you can't you. be a fair you can't fan. be a sun devil fan just when we play arizona you have to show up when it's time to play nau in what's expected to be a shit football game yeah you can't show up when it's just u of a on the fucking hardwood you got to show up for those shitty games against washington State where they score 29 points, but guess what? You're back out there the next fucking night. Mm -hmm. That's a sports fan. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it seems dark. It really does. All like all around. It does not seem great. But like I said, it's all cyclical and it's a matter of time before they turn this shit around. Yeah, hundred percent. It's not great now, but it's gonna be great in the future. And you know what is great now and will also be great in the future? PHNX? 100% PHNX. You should head over to gophnx.com today and become a member of the family because when you do, you're going to get either a free t-shirt from the locker or your first month for 50 cents just for signing up. Like I said, I put out an article today um, just a couple hours after Gentry and Ricky announced that they were going to be heading into the transfer portal. Um, an article about four guys who need to now elevate their game um, to fill the void left by those guys. I know the Suns have got some phenomenal stuff. I know there's a watch party at the Ainsworth tomorrow. Get in on that. Alan Williams um, will be there. Should be a lot of fun. The Coyotes always got some great stuff. I know they've got an event. What is yeah, it, next the, week? The, yeah, 29th, eight days away, the party bus. Um, we received some news that the one and only Paul Bissonette Ooh. will be at the game and is planning on making a little pit stop by the by our little party. So a PHNX pit stop? Um, yeah, you'll, you'll Probably get to meet Paul Bissonette, but it's, it's a party bus. $125. You get free food and drink. You get drinks on the bus, so the bus is legitimately going to be a party. Uh, you get to meet 
the Doan, Josh Doan. Uh, welcome to the Doan Zone. I coined Ooh. that today, the Doan Zone. Um, and so yeah, we'll be we'll be in the we'll be in the Doan Zone. Uh, you get to meet him, autograph, picture, T-shirt, some giveaways, a chance to ride the Zamboni, and you get to witness history. Like it's gonna be the last game at GRA. Yeah, win or loss. It's gonna um, be good. It'll be awesome. So it's definitely something you don't want to miss. Um, I know I'll be there. I know a lot of people at PHNX will probably be there. So where can you get tickets? Um, at the PHNX locker, phnxlocker.com. Go get them and become a member of the family again. Because when you do, either a free T-shirt from the locker or your first month for fifty cents just for signing up. Sean, last topic of the day. Okay, I don't know if you saw, but apparently Mike Tyson beat the shit out of somebody on an airplane. I, so I, I heard about it. I didn't I didn't see. You can't really. There, there's not a video of him hitting him. There's just a video before and then a video after. Okay. Of the so guy's then, yeah, eye. I've seen I've seen everything. Yeah. Um. So I, yeah, I don't think there's a video of him actually hitting him. Fucking um, talk shit, is, get hit, bro. Which is interesting. But I'm curious. If you had a security detail, huh. and if you could have two people to run your security detail, who would it be? Are real people or can they be like fictional? No, 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 real people. Uh, Mike Tyson is probably on that list, to be quite honest. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, Give me Francis Ngannou. Oh, that's and, a good one. And Valentina Shevchenko. Okay. The fucking, uh, she she is an assassin. Uh, like, I fucking feel like she would go full ninja mode and sneak up behind you and, like, Black Widow type shit. You'd be dead before you Superman knew she existed. And then Francis Ngannou might be the largest human on the planet, and I feel like he could probably snap my legs in half by looking at them. Yeah. Um. So it would be a little bit of, like, a... I feel like... And just the visual dynamic of, of the three of us would be awesome. So... But I feel like, like, combat athlete is the only way to go with this. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to go with... Ooh, let's see. Do you remember who King Dunlap is? No. Played left tackle in the NFL. I want you to Google him real quick. Kane Dunlap? King Dunlap. King Dunlap? Yeah. King Dunlap is going to be, he played left tackle for the Chargers. 6'9", 331 pound tackle. So, <laughs> he's me. Yo. I'm going to have King Dunlap this in is, there. Damn, bro. This is a large human being. And be then, in. have you seen Game of Thrones? Um, I know of it. I okay. haven't watched it, but yeah. look up the mountain. Okay, I know, I know who yeah. mountain is. Yeah, I'm gonna go the mountain and King Dunlap. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> those those are two. guys, left or right, you just show up to like a bar or something with those two guys. Immediate yeah. head turner. Yeah, nobody's no, fucking with you. That's completely valid. Um, I just I like Valentina Shevchenko because I the, my favorite part about UFC fighters are that sometimes they just look like normal human beings, and I love the idea of someone thinking that they're just normal human beings and they getting fucked and up. messing with them, and then their shit getting just absolutely pumped. Like <laughs> I would love seeing like someone didn't see Ngannou or Ngannou had the night off, and I was with Valentina, and they just see me and this tiny woman, and they're like, I can fuck with these people, and then Valentina Shevchenko rips every single one of their limbs off. That would be fucking awesome. Did you see the uh, what's it called? The new Jackass movie? No. Oh, yet. okay. So Francis makes an appearance. Yes, yes. And so they do, like, they go back to the old, old Jackass where they did, like, the cup check. Yeah. And one of them is, so the guy's wearing a cup, and Francis Ngannou is, like, punches him as hard as he can in, like, in <laughs> the, the cup. Region. <laughs> and it is hysterical. Jesus. Bro, I, I don't if know. If you haven't seen it, go see that How shit. much would it take, how much money would it take for you to take one of those? To the to the gonads to the gonads from Francis and Ngannou. a million dollars. 
Yeah, because that might be like you, I would at least have. I would have to take a trip to a sperm bank. That's a vasectomy. Yeah, like I, I need them to freeze some sperm just in case I don't have kids. Because <laughs> I'm not trying to get my shit. Like I, uh, that might be the end of of, <laughs> of, of your of lineage. My, uh, yeah, <laughs> Francis and Gandhi gets one good shot. Oh my god! I, I don't care if you're wearing a cup or what's happening. Like, dude, <laughs> yeah. you're done. You're, you're gonna done. be wearing a fucking steel pants, bro. <laughs> you're probably punching a hole through it. Oh my goodness! Well, that's gonna <laughs> do it for us today. Didn't really see us talking about uh Francis and Gandhi cup shots, <laughs> yeah, right. but here we hey, are. It happens. If you enjoyed the content that we provided for you today, go follow us on social at phnx underscore sun devils, and you can follow me at anthony underscore toetree. Sean, where can the peeps follow you? You can follow me at Sean underscore to pause. <sighs> Disappointed with ASU football. I don't know. Not as always, because sometimes they make me happy. Um, Disappointed in Ray Anderson. Yeah, but I, but the thing, okay, real quick, I like that was something I meant to say is I, for a while I was like protect Ray, protect Ray, and now I'm fucking over it. How about just secure as always? Yes, when with Valentina Shchenko on my left, Francis Ngannou on my right, I'm Sean DePaz. Secure as always. There we go. We will be back with a Friday Fun Day live show Friday at 1 p.m. Be there or be square. But for now, peace. <laughs>